MTC Studios welcomes you back for the exciting second chapter of The Shadow of the Unknown here on Tales of the Extraordinary! While psychic to the stars, Vesper Kingsley tries to stop the mysterious unknown vigilante from killing explorer and war veteran Richard Dickey Broughton, that self-same explorer finds himself lost in the dense rainforest of the eastern Mexican subcontinent. We take you there now. From a clearing amidst the sea of foliage, a tall angular hill juts skyward. The silence is broken only by the calls from birds of paradise or... Gunshots. Out of the jungle bursts a bronzed Anglo-Saxon explorer, fitted head to thigh in a khaki safari outfit, replete with pith helmet. Bloody hell. Run! They're coming! Following close behind is Dickie's trusted guide, Ungawa. I told you, Senor Broughton, it is dangerous in the mountains. Well, I thought you meant the wildlife, or maybe some cannibals. This is Mexico, Gabriel. There are no savages here. Tell that to the madmen trying to kill us, Ungawa. They are Cristeros, revolutionaries, not madmen. Another revolution. This is turning into a bloody hobby for you chaps, isn't it? Where do you go? Uh, there, to the apex, to the top of the hill. We can use those rock formations as cover. Look out for the top of the cliff! Ah! Looks like the end of the road. Hold on. He's on rocks at all. Where, where's the map? I do not think this is the time. Shh, let me think. Tell them! Aha! There, that archway, where the sun is shining. Senor Broughton, they stopped. They must think this is a holy place for some reason, eh? Or an evil place. <laughs> Come now, Ungawa, don't be such a wet blanket. I tell you before, my name is not Ungawa. Why do you... Yes, yes, yes. My first guide in Borneo is named Ungawa, and it's just force of habit at this point. Look, you are my guide now. You're supposed to know the area. I am a taxi driver in Mexico City. I tell you, I'm not from here. Jump. What? Jump. Up and down, right there. No. I'm testing a theory. Just just move those dogs before I get in a lather. Do it. You call that a jump, you Nancy? No, like this. See? Just... Uh-oh. Ah! Senor Broughton! Oh, no! We'll return to Tales of the Extraordinary after a word from our sponsor. Hello, my name's Philip Albert, and this is a message from the Screenwriters Guild. As many filmgoers might know, we've been on strike for the past few weeks, petitioning the heads of major studios for basic rights. You most likely have never heard the name Philip Albert, and that's how the studio would like to keep it. We are asking for four very simple requests. Our names stenciled in the credits at the beginning of the film. An additional four cents a year for every movie shown in theaters. Our signatures on all intertitles, no matter how short. And to no longer have to supply our own paper and ink. The studios think they can wait us out, but the people who suffer are the filmgoers, such as yourself. We write each movie, our words literally on the movie itself. Without us, Cleopatra would be nothing more than a Randy model. Charlie Chaplin would look like a pitiable mute mongoloid dressed by his mother. Support the guild. Let them know you want your movies with words. Thank you. And now, back to Tales of the Extraordinary. Uh, 
where am I? Some kind of stone chamber. Must have landed on this horse statue. Ah, that explains my back. Madman! You tried to kill me! Oh, don't be so dramatic. My, my, the statue must be the centerpiece of the chamber. What does it mean? It's in mid-gallop, so... What is this place? Well, this hill is actually a temple of some sort. The dirt and floor must have covered it for centuries. Ah, here, help me with these vines. Aha! See that hole, Ungawa? Must be some kind of trigger mechanism. I'd wager this writing along the wall explains how to operate it. Can you read a stecker? No. Uh. It's Mongolian. <laughs> this is the place. Now, let's see. A galloping horse with a hole in the wall behind it. If I were a Mongolian warrior... Aha! That's it. Now, if only I had a crossbow or a pistol. Say your prayers, Cabra. I have had about Perfect, enough. lad. May I borrow oh. that? Thank you. What day? Hey, and it's loaded too. Good man. Well, come on then. Give me a boost onto the horse. <sighs> Aliu? What are you doing now? Bingo. That must be the keyhole. An arrow shot by a Mongolian warrior on horseback would open an access. And since they were famous for shooting backwards while riding... Are you listening, Ungawa? No, I am looking for my knife. Stop with the jokes. Get the battery torch ready. We're leaving. You miss again! Shush you! Ha! Got it! There we go, see? A secret door. Here's your pistol back, lad. Come along. It looks like we go... down. My, this is a long tunnel. Cabron, you said that writing was Azteca. Not Azteca. I said it was not Azteca. It's, it's Mongolian. What is that? Like Maya? Uh, far from it, my boy. Think Asia. Okay. Uh, you mean China? Close enough, yes. Mongolia once ruled over the largest land empire in the world. It stretched all the way to Africa and the edge of Europe. And that empire included Azteca? No, you ignorant fool. That would make it larger than the noble British Empire. Then why is Mongolian here? That's what we're going to find out. The tunnel. It is flat now, like like a hallway. Legend has it that the Mongols' great leader Khan had discovered a means to immortality through a mysterious artifact known as the Heart of the Dragon. So he could not die. <laughs> yes, my little native. He could not die. You see, his burial site was never found. Many think it was just a well-kept secret. Others believe he and a small group of his trusted minions continued in other lands. And so they crossed the seas and came here. In a fashion, yes. Think about it. An immortal warrior from a culture as advanced as the Mongols discovers a superstitious civilization like the Aztecs. Such a man could easily be mistaken for a god. So they built this temple. Aye, for him. Uh, But if he cannot die, then why build this? Not all temples are for the dead. Speaking of which, we seem to have reached a dead end. Look, there. On the wall. Ah, sculpture of a dragon's head. We must be on the right track. Uh, what if Wait! I... Don't touch it. That's my job. Uh-oh. The floor, it... What? Not again! Well, at least it was a ramp that time. We could probably climb back up. No more falling, cabron! Sorry. It seems like a good idea. No more touching! Turn the torch back on. Let's have a look around. 
We appear to have found a large underground chamber. It's cavernous, really. The floor does not look right. Indeed. Throw one of the vine twigs over there. Aha! It's not a floor at all, it's water. This must have been an underground pool or... Hmm. What? Or what? There. Throw another twig. Yes. The water ripples except for that spot in the middle. That must be a way across the water. A bridge, eh? Ungawa. Oh, no. I am not first. No. Oh, good Lord, you're like a child. Fine. Yes. The floor is slippery. Watch your footing. The algae's thick. Senor, the far wall. Hmm? Oh, they look like... Levers? They're covered in moss, but by the way they're angled up, I would assume so. What on earth might those be for? No, no more touching things. I do not... You do not what, man? What are you looking... Oh, are those tentacles? Oh, no. Senor Broughton? And now, another break for another important message from another extraordinary sponsor. Hello, this is Charlie Chaplin. And this is Mary Bigfoot. We're not just incredibly famous actors, we're also the heads of our own studio. And we want to talk to you about the lies being spread about the Screenwriters Guild. For one, they are already bloated, overpaid fat cats as it is. Are you aware that the average title writer makes an average of $100 a month? That's right. More money than the average film patron sees in an entire year. And they want their names credited. What? Does anyone really care? What do they want next? A fan club for movie writers? That's bollocks. We are already supporting them creatively by allowing them to use their own supplies. Yeah, they have the gall. To demand we give them new supplies for free? We might as well do everything, really. So please, if you see a writer petitioning out in the street, do yourself and us a favour. Punch him in the face. It's a proven way to resolve any labour dispute. The American way. Thank you for listening, and be sure to see the gold rush still in theatres. Um. Oh, and uh, Mary's film Sparrow's playing now. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. And now, back to tales of the extraordinary and the silent pitch-black cavern that holds a lone, frightened Ungawa. Señor Broughton? Madre de Dios. May I borrow this? Thank you. Amazing. Some form of cephalopod. In the light of my handy pocket torch, I found myself face to massive eye with the creature. And thanks to my even handier ornamental Chris knife given to me by the Maharani of Bundi, I removed said eye. <laughs> Look out! Thank you. Fascinating, don't you think? Must be some kind of channel to the gulf down below. Or maybe... A... Ah, thank you again. Now... What say we make use of these levers behind us? No eh? more catching things! No, still on that kick, are you? Here, catch! Take this moss off and see what's what. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. What are you doing, Come on! 
Quietude is an old explorer's method developed by Sir Rudyard himself. You wouldn't understand. Now, where was I? Nice. If he hollers, let him go. My mother says you are the best one. And you are not it. Ah, here goes. What is happening? There, in the water. The bridge is sinking. Ah, the monster is on both sides of the pool. I told you. No problem. I'll just choose another. I will do it myself. The water's going down. And the beast with it. You did it, old boy. Gorps. Oh, but wait. Behind you. The door is open in the wall. Be careful, Dublin. Maybe it is dangerous. Huh? Good point. Judging by the golden light emanating from within, I have to agree. You may have the honor of going first, brave Ungawa. Mr. Broughton, if I did not need you to escape, I would kill you where you stand. That's the spirit. Honored her. Dios mío! This is... I cannot speak! No need to. I understand full well. This room is a trove of archaeological finds. If that means a lot and lot of money, then yes! Be careful not to touch anything, Ungawa. I Ungawa! Am I am Please be careful, lad. Those swords look to still be quite sharp. Try not to be distracted by all of the... Ooh! Is that an 11th century Persian shield? And intact, too! I tell you what, senor. I'll take the money. You can have the big things like uh, that statue there. You're a skilled negotiator, my friend. I accept your... Wait a second. I don't think that is a statue. It, it is alive. It appears so. Unless statues can smoke hookah pipes like this fellow. That thing talks. I'm fairly certain that it is a he, lad. Can you speak to that thing? There's the rub, you see. He appears to be one of Khan's Aztec followers. Oh, you don't speak Aztec. There are so many dead languages in this world, Ngawa. I can't learn them all. Well, I don't talk. He's moving! It's all right. He's just stretching. I suspect he's been sitting in that position for a long time. I have an idea. Oh? <clears throat> Khan, weep granar, weep ninibon. What was that? Chinese, old boy. It's possible that Khan taught it to his followers. Nishao Shemeh? Aha, I seem to be onto something. Um, Konshi Dayu Lide Guaylo. What did you say? I told him we are looking for the tomb of Khan. I don't think he understood you. He looks like he wants to punch you in the face. I know that look. Kinwen Nide Muqueen? That's the right kind uh, of Chinese, Cabron. Of course, there's only one kind of Chinese language, you Maybe fool. Maybe he doesn't know Chinese, huh? The Mongolians ruled China. I'm sure they're familiar enough with it. But he is at stake, and I really don't like the way he is moving his arms. I'm a world-renowned explorer extraordinaire. Who are you to... Oh, bloody... What? Ah! Oh! Senor, the shield! His fist went right through, Ungo. Do something! What? The, the pistol! Oh, right. Good job, lad. I don't think he knows I shot him. Remarkable. Bullet bounced right off. Senor Broughton, he's coming for me! Ah! Ah! 
Got him in a stranglehold. Now let's see what you do with knives, huh? Uh-oh. Well, that didn't work. Junior Broughton, help! Just keep throwing things at him. Use that warhammer over there. I'll just, uh, grab, uh... Drat, there's nothing here but this hookah. Hold on, what's this writing? Something in Arabic with an image of a dragon and a brightly glowing heart. Of course, the heart of the dragon is a hookah. You did it, senor. He's going for you. Oh, dear. Ungawa, catch. Got it. But he's coming back. Help. Toss it back. Good. We'll just play a wee game of keeper, eh? Catch. What are you doing, boy? Put that pistol away. You might damage the hookah. I know. And so does he. See? He stopped. Well, good. Well, now... Where are you going? Leaving you to die! Oh, bugger me. The door! Gotta slide underneath before it... Ah, made it. Oh. Ah, but he did not. What do you think you're doing? You could have locked me in there forever, or... Oh, my... Is he dead? Judging by the way he's flailing around, I'd say no. Heart of the dragon must have the power to make one impervious to harm as well. Intriguing. The bridge is coming back. I know. Don't move. What are you? Your treasure is mine, Cabron. I am tired of your abuse. Come now, I told you my name is Antonio. Fine, fine. But you should realize, Antonio. That the water level has risen, too. Oh. Who got Got it. Alas, poor Antonio. Your sacrifice will not be forgotten. Adieu. And so ends our dramatic interlude. In the next episode of The Shadow of the Unknown, find out where Little Dicky goes from here and what dangers await him. The rest of our adventurers return as well. Some to help, some to kill. Find out which side prevails next time on Tales of the Extraordinary!